In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the Lord is my shepherd, so I shall not want. It's almost tongue-in-cheek this time of year, though. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> we breathe covetousness. And now it even comes with free shipping. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. But this time of year is about only that. And so it's easy to fall into that old Christianity is anti-consumerist trope that Peanuts did so well. But the problem is that minimalism is trendier and it doesn't yell at people nearly as much as we seem to want to do about the real reason for this season. And it's kind of almost turned into a problem because just insisting on being cheery and saying Merry Christmas doesn't actually address the reason that Christ was actually born in the first place. You can say the reason for the red cups at the coffee shop and the reason for the fight over where to put a nativity is Jesus. But the problem is, when we lean so hard into all of the traditions of this time of year, the caroling, the cookies, the presents, the presents, the presents, well, the Lord is my shepherd, but we all just don't want to actually say the problem. There's still plenty of want down here. It's not just stuff. I mean, I want stuff. I'm some kind of sinner. Don't judge. Jesus died for me. But there's more. The Lord is my shepherd, but I still want the family that isn't busted up, that is magnified in this time of year when everybody's supposed to get along. And all I have is a list of conversations I know I'm not allowed to have at the next family get-together that is longer than the ones that I know that I can actually talk about. I want the family that isn't so broken. I want the family that actually loves each other the way that it seems like it used to be, even if maybe it wasn't. I covet the filters that are placed on your Christmas cards so your pictures look so great. Because it almost looks like you guys weren't fighting that week. It almost looks like you're not worried and you're not scared. The Lord is my shepherd, but I want that. In a time of year that is marked by being excessively cheerful. It gets harder and harder to deal with the whole point of the fact that Christ came into this world because there was sin and damage and sickness and death. And so it gets harder and harder to talk about the reasons that Christ came in the first place because you have to be so happy that to even admit that you miss somebody who was with you last year and isn't this year is hard. To actually admit that your family isn't quite as perfect as the card, the picture that you took would impose hard. It's hard to acknowledge that down here, as much as we want that perfect Christmas, 
The Lord is my shepherd doesn't seem to fix it. And so we focus on the green pastures. We focus on the still waters. We gather around the nativity and it looks so peaceful. We decorate for Christmas. And the problem that we have come to realize is that there was a time with a peaceful nativity. I'm pretty sure that the animals didn't even do anything dirty in the stable. Not in any of my nativities. I'm pretty sure there was green pastures and still waters somewhere without flies. I'm pretty sure there was that perfect, peaceful night where the shepherds, who would never use the kind of language that sheep herders use, saw angels sing to them. But that peaceful feeling has not yet come forward in time. We can recognize full well that Christmas is about Jesus being born, but we look around and we wonder where he went because it is awful dark down here, but it's Christmas time, so we will even try and decorate the valley of the shadow of death. We'll hang lights up. We'll put a star on top. And we'll say, see, let's not talk about our problems and pretend they've gone away. Let's sing Silent Night. Let's look at the lights and eat the food and open the presents. But for some of us, it just doesn't actually deliver. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. It's one of maybe two Bible passages that gets thrown around more than anything else in the whole wide world. We'll say judge not when we feel guilty and would rather look to loopholes and excuses than forgiveness. And we'll say the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and leadeth me beside the still waters. For yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil when we're scared and we don't want to be anymore. Thou art with me and we look around and we wonder, where is God? It's that frustration that happens when Christians decorate for Christmas and try and skip Advent, that whole season where Jesus actually shows up. We need that season too. It seems less cheery, But here's the thing. You can decorate the valley of the shadow of death. You can lean into all of the traditions. But if you can't actually remember what they mean, it becomes every bit as silly as hanging Christmas lights in the valley. See, if you can't actually find Jesus today, if the traditions just remind you about what was, not what is, understand why so many people just don't understand what the big deal is anymore if the traditions were to fade away. The nativity is great, but I have today problems. Thou art with me, it sounds great, but somewhere down the line, I think we sort of all convinced ourselves that the proof that God is with us is that the valleys don't look so dark. The proof that God is with us is that the pastures are mighty green. And we wait and we wonder and we look And we try not to say anything because somebody will call us a Grinch. But as we wait for hope, we feel the not-enoughs pile up, the wants pile up, the fears of the dark and latter days that press down upon us. And we go out looking for God. And if all that we have found is Christmas traditions, it is easy to see that we have missed the show by about 2,000 years. And a God would not have us in that kind of despair. See, even before Christ advented, into the flesh on Christmas Day. 
He gave David this psalm to pass along for you. Because this is mighty close to Christmas, but it's still Advent. And that matters because God still shows up. He advents. He comes to be with his people, actually with us. Today, here, now. Advent matters because we need God today. Not just a chance to look backwards and say, I wish I was there, and look forwards and say, won't heaven be trendy and wonderful? We read the 23rd Psalm and recognize it is an Advent Psalm. It is a church psalm. It's a divine service psalm. The 23rd Psalm is not floating around in the ether, a nice, happy feeling. The 23rd Psalm takes place in real time and real space, here and now and for you. Read it backwards, and you'll actually understand the verses that everyone here has memorized. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, goodness, mercy, it would not be content to see you go on ahead into the valley of the shadow of death without it. Goodness and mercy took flesh. Goodness and mercy was born of a virgin. Goodness and mercy was crucified, died, and buried for you. Jesus bore the cross to save you from your sins, from your covetousness, from your evil, from your death. He bled and he died for you so that you can be more than the sum of the things that you build in this world so that you can be more than the sum of how many gifts that you have and how many cards you collect that prove that you were loved. Jesus came to show you what love looks like. He bore the cross for you and it is finished. Your salvation is secured. Christ is risen from the dead. He is risen indeed. Surely you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But more, God would build a temple in the valley of the shadow of death. It was destroyed and rebuilt in three days. Because if we have to live down here, God would live down here too, even as he has conquered death. For thou hast prepared a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Table, look. On Sundays, there's a cup on it. It runneth over. Jesus' blood is there for you. This is what the church is. A table set up in the presence of all of the enemies. Sin, death, the power of the devil himself. Here, our Lord would place a cup that runneth over with blessings. The blood of Christ, the forgiveness of all your sins, life and salvation, strength to meet all of them in the sure knowledge that Christ has already conquered them as surely as he has risen from the dead. That you can go out into a world that is every bit as dark as it seems unafraid because Christ has already given you the victory. It is dark down here. Fine. The light dwells in darkness, and darkness cannot overcome it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And I know where. Christ advents to you. He actually shows up in church to help you to forgive you, to strengthen you, so that all of your fake smiles and all of your not-enoughs and all of your deep, dark fears and guilts and shames can be answered by the God who would be with you now. Even in the valley of the shadow of death, he would comfort you with rod and staff. God advents so that you don't need to decorate the valley of shadow of death. It's allowed to be dark down here. We will not be afraid. Because God is with us, bringing light into darkness. He drove straight down into the darkness to die on the cross, even as the sun was blotted from the sky. And he is with us here in the sacrament, even in the midst of a world this dark. And so the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. 
He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The green pastures, the church, because there's plenty to eat here. The still water is your baptism, because here there is life and sustenance and hope. It's soul restoring. So we can actually cop to the truth. Our souls are ground down. But Christ unites them to his in death, even as he unites our bodies to his in resurrection. It is the path of righteousness, the path of the cross and the empty tomb that carry us forward even now as we wait for that last great day when he will come again in glory. But even now, even here, even today, we wait in hope because the Lord is our shepherd. He gives us his own name. We wear it in our baptism. And of all of the not enoughs and all of the wants, that's enough. In the name of Jesus, amen.